There's getting through this in the Catskills. And I'm Scott Blakeman on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Well, it may not have been the lead story on the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, but the spectacular images NASA released from the Webb Telescope yesterday was truly powerful and moving to this reporter. And it was a joy to watch the mostly young women planetary scientists exude such enthusiasm and excitement at a day that was 30 years in the making. On Deutsche Welle News, Stephanie Millam, a NASA planetary scientist, was all big smiles when she said, today we're rewriting the astronomy books. Now, Tommy, I don't quite understand all the whole light years thing, but apparently when a star is 10 light years away, why it means we're seeing it the way it looked 10 years ago. So as one scientist pointed out, the telescope is like a time machine, which doesn't in any way pose a threat to our soon completed time machine. And, and ours definitely has roomier closets. But I got so emotional seeing those images of the cosmos where life began 13.8 billion years ago that I reacted the way Walter Cronkite did when man landed on the moon. He took his glasses off, smiled and said, oh boy. Scotty, people who think our podcast is nothing but wacky, brilliantly romp should listen to your emotional Cronkitean appreciation of a NASA event that is not just overlooked by other media, but for this news junkie, it was news to me. But once again, Scotty, you buried the lead and in so doing, revealed a very human story at the core of this otherwise technologically scientific saga. The story of a guy from Brooklyn who loves NASA events 30 years in the making, but who has a secret that puts his appreciation for often neglected space wonders into poignant context. Because, well, the podcast took on a very special twist when you admitted forthrightly that you don't quite understand the light year thing. Well, so far you've lived a full life and in spite of this gap in your knowledge, that alone is an inspiration for the rest of us. But today, Scotty, today in real time, we're gonna fill that gap. I'm going to explain what a light year is and in so doing, give you the light of knowledge in real time. Scotty, drum roll please. A light year is the distance that light travels in a year. Since light travels 186,000 miles a second, that's a pretty long distance. You might want to pack a lunch. But I feel like it. I should give you a moment to grok this, Scotty. But I implore you, please don't wrap your brain around it. No, I would never think of that. Tell me, thank you for that. In fact, you should uh, go back to uh, the Bell Telephone. What was it back in the 50s where there was a fine science show on and you really handle that very well? I will say I'd be remiss if I didn't say that, yes, I was a little... Uh, but, you know, not clear on the light you think until yesterday when these fine scientists again, Tommy, I don't want to harp on it. But and this is a great thing. Remember in the old days with space exploration? It was these crew cut men in white yes. short sleeve shirts with yep. the slide rule in their pocket. That's who right. The spokesman and very hardworking, great people. Mm -hmm. uh, but now it's these very young, enthusiastic, brilliant women scientists. And Tommy, listening to them, why I, they got me up to speed. Wow, Scotty, that's that's a that, that's a type. I think that's what you needed all along. I think you know you said you and I don't think you were trying to be patronizing when you said this, but you said that the the old fashioned crew cut a guy with a slide rule, they're good people and 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 stuff. But I could tell in your voice, Scotty, if they had been the young women that they are now, the brilliant young women, you might have 
made the ch a different choice back in the day. When you had a chance to be an astronaut, you didn't take it. And I think that maybe we're sort of beginning to see why, you know, well, answer that, the question, why didn't Scott Blakeman ever become an astronaut? Yes, because I did have quite a keen interest in astronomy as a youngster. And I, I was, you know, memorizing the planets and all that, as we've spoken of on many a previous podcast, fascinated with the Van Allen radiation belt, which as we've later revealed, just kind of went away and no one ever talked about it again. It was supposed to prevent us from ever, you know, leaving the atmosphere and going to the moon, but then it wasn't. But I loved astronomy then, Tommy, mm -hmm. and maybe, yes, of course you have the greats, the Wally Shiraz and the others who yeah. uh, really are heroes to me. Well, really, yeah, it's alone, you know, you don't even need just, others. Just him, and if they, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be unusual that other astronauts <laughs> in the program named Wally Shiraz, mm -hmm. which would have necessitated me saying, the Wally Shiraz of NASA. Yeah, you know, that's a very just say one group. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There probably are more Shiraz, but very people qualify as an astronaut. And, yes. and which also brings me back to the point, do you ever wistfully think back, gosh, if, if there hadn't been just young, attractive, brilliant scientists at NASA like there are today, if there, if there hadn't, if, if there had been, you know, just maybe three or four of them mixed in the crew cut guys with the slide rules, yeah. Would you have, you know, I mean, you know, you've you've had a, 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 a an, you know, you've had a great, incredible life, even though you didn't know uh, about the uh, what a light year was, which I think is just so inspiring. Yeah. To I all had a us. vague idea, but if I was challenged, just like uh, right. certain Jewish holidays. I think I know what they are, but if you ask me to explain them, <laughs> I might be a little shaky on the details. But yeah, but uh, that, but. But yeah. you lived in fear of being sh of having that question put to you. I I can imagine. Yes, of course, and and so it was refreshing. Even now, Tommy, uh, uh, you know, we I uh, was reading about all this, and uh, and it's, it's a lot to take in. But the fact that this telescope, which by the way is the length of a tennis court, so my question is, can you also play tennis on it? Yeah, I I, I don't. Is think that so. net? And I'll tell you why. I yeah. this I I thought about the same thing, and I almost tried it. Yeah. But there, there, you have to remember a telescope, it, very often it's, it's, it's either it's a big dish, sometimes now they're big dishes, yeah. or they're these long tubular, uh, tubular things. That you, you said something actually during the introduction that uh, really kind of hit home, I think, to a lot of us when you said that the telescope is a so, sort of time machine. And as you say, maybe a time machine you can play tennis on. I, I, I don't want to discourage <laughs> really excellent tennis players from trying to play tennis on top yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. No, and that may happen when they work out. The Kings, yeah, I, we're working out with our own time machine, but uh, it wasn't meant, that wasn't, as, as to my knowledge, that wasn't why it took 30 years to build it. They had to work out the tennis uh, no. Oh, that would be that would uh, 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 that would be scandalous. I oh, mean, I'm yeah. so glad that they didn't, you know, postpone the development of it just so people could play tennis on top of a telescope. That to me is a waste of a good telescope. Uh, there's plenty of good tennis courts i mean you know it's just it gets to be yeah you don't need a muddle, you know, muddy it's, field there and it's hold sort of it hey look at me i'm playing tennis on yeah. a telescope and then there's the whole thing with the ball just you know mm -hmm. if you miss it then it goes into it, it goes space bouncing off get it back. the side yeah. it's for you know it's oh yeah it's it, 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 you know so mm -hmm. i i mean that that is one thing i think you know they have left out of their presentation that it is a bit but i will <laughs> say this when you say when you said that uh the telescope is a sort of a time machine because we're looking at really events in the sky that happened millions of years ago in some yeah. cases. Uh, and I did think like, wow, you know, we put all that effort into, you know, 
essentially designing and 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 uh, imagining a, a a huge time machine that would be almost I wouldn't say it's the time size of a tennis court, but the size of a large RV. Yeah. Right. That's a, 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 with as we say, we always point out with with loads of leg room, uh, huge wall, to, you know, walk-in closets for all the very you know, roomy we, closets. We, yeah. But, uh, but, but full shower and and oh, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. the whole uh you know a, a kitchenette not not obviously a big huge you know professional kitchen but a kitchenette functions well as you travel through time and can put things on an open pot because sometimes when you're back in the age when you can only you know i mean that's the type of time which the, the effort we put in Somebody yeah, comes well, along let's, and says, you know what, a telescope yeah. will do the same thing. I, I get I get nervous when they say that. Well, yeah, well, I think they're going in a different direction, literally, because they went literally travels. They took it kind of literally. We're mm. going to travel a million miles from Earth and deeper into the solar system than anyone has ever been. And actually, they saw, I mean, this is fascinating to me, the nascent, as they called it, the nascent cosmos. They The flickering lights were actually, and this is, would take me an extra time to study, uh, what was we're seeing thir- uh, 13.8 billion years ago, almost just shortly after the Big Bang. So that's a lot of time to cover. So uh, first of all, I got to be honest, Tommy, I hope I'm not yep. talking out of school, but no. when we envision the time, our time machine. I'm looking at 1835, 1920, 1700s, maybe a little 1500s. I was never, to be honest, and maybe you were looking back going 13 billion years. Well, that I don't know what you would wear. I know. I mean, I mean, you're talking about uh, obviously, uh, you know, you can't just put on, you know, extra spare tires, you know, something like that. You you know what I mean? It's like that that's going that's a that's a kind of a distance in time that uh, you're right. I wouldn't know what to wear. I wouldn't know. Uh, what to expect? I mean, basically, well, you'd be back uh, during, you know, when there were no humans. And- right. And, and some people like that. The loners, you know, the <laughs> ones, the introverts, they go, yeah, let me go back to 13 billion. Yeah, right after the big bang. <laughs> and you go, fine, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying well, that's a waste of time. Right. No, that's fine. But we want to, I think you and I, we have the understanding yeah. that we're going back when mankind is all going. It's, you know, they're up and running. They got all yes. the people and things and we could go back to the dinosaurs i'm not precluding that either no. but some forms of life you want to have that mm. i agree I, I agree and not crustaceans and and <laughs> i think you know and, and again there are, there's always the people who just want to go back to the crustacean period yeah where it's all just these little tiny uh, phyllobites or uh, that's that's the whole animal kingdom you know it's these tiny little crustaceans i and and you know it's far be it from me say oh that's a terrible use of a time machine it, it, it i i just i mean when you think about how far you know and then and then you know you've got fuel issues you know yeah well that's the, the thing we haven't yeah now the question is is it does it take more fuel to go back 13 billion years or uh, could it be the same as going back 100 years that's we haven't quite uh, you know we've got to take a few trips to, to figure that out because you're really not necessarily because oh we're talking light years we're talking it's not the usual now some people going oh great uh, it's going 50 miles in rush hour on a Friday in the summer could take forever. What do I need to go 13 billion light years? Uh, I mean, that's going to, so we don't want to upset those people with that, but it's, but Tommy, it is, I get yeah. quite emotional because, and again, I have yeah. to reiterate, this did not get the play. You're no. probably watching MSNBC, which is a fine channel. They're rightfully covering 
the insurrection and the right. very, <laughs> very important issues coming out of January 6th. Yeah. Uh, but this thing to me is really a chance almost for all of us to come together, realize how, I don't want to say how insignificant we are. That's what people always say, how small we are in the grand scheme of things, but how we are in it together. Uh, so, and it was very moving. And the fact that we're connecting with the beginning of time, literally, and the very enthusiastic young female scientists. Well, Scotty, this is what's so wonderful. And that's why I was so moved. I was very moved by your, it was, it, it, and I do feel, you know, that there, it, it's a great thing to be able to have, uh, frankly, on this podcast, the chance to just be thrilled with the one of the universe. And, yes. uh, um, and I don't think any other podcast really delves into that particular thrill like we do. Um, it, it, you know, this is a, it, frankly, you know, the, the idea of, you know, as far as, uh, you know, we raised the issue of fuel and I, I realized. Well, it's a touchy one. These it's days. a touchy issue. And because uh, normally. I really figured yeah. that, by the way, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we still need that little piece time machine that makes us go back and forth in time and will tell us how much fuel we'll need or not need. Yeah. It may not need more than a few. Uh, uh, it may it may just be, and maybe there's an electric way to do it. So I wouldn't get bogged down by that. No, no, no. Definitely don't get bogged down. Yeah. Well, definitely the time machine will come with a cord. You can plug it in. Let me I think so. I, this, we'll, I, I think we'll adopt that technology. Absolutely. But, but Tommy, there are so many uh, uh, thoughts with this. And, you know, this, yeah. we're not just Johnny come lately. Now, I don't know if anybody else comes lately. Johnny's always seemed to just show up at the last minute. I yeah. Guess, well, uh, that but, particular Johnny, in all yeah, fairness, well, he, he was really known was for it. Late. Yeah. And, and he had and a lot of good, good attributes, but he just, yeah. There's Johnny. That's how you get, the, get a nickname, come lately. And, and, and that's the other thing is you, if your name is Johnny come lately, won't people, shouldn't people shame on you if you don't, you know, if you're surprised if he shows up late? That's his name. Johnny, right, he's come precluding lately. it. Well, just as you say, when you say not to be that guy, yeah. So, so you can't be that guy because you've already precluded it. So he's That's saying, right. so then if can... I'm, I'm Johnny, come lately. So don't tell me, hey, you're late. I know that. Yeah. That's my name. That's Living my up name. To his name. That's who I yeah. am. It's yeah. Who I am. Come late. Exactly. And, and Tommy, what I, I bring it up because yeah. you know you and I, what I mean, we have a track record with science. Now, when I was a little kid in Brooklyn at eight years old memorizing the planets and the astronauts. I didn't, I didn't dream I'd be talking about it on a podcast as a full-fledged adult and probably neither <laughs> do. Science was always my weak subject along with math and others. But uh, <laughs> So, you know, I, what a dream that we talked about, Miss uh, Dudier and, and um, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm blanking on the, I think the, the uh, great- Char Charpentier. Charpentier and, and, uh, and from uh, CRISPR. Yes, CRISPR. Uh, yeah, which, we talked about hobnobbing with them at the Nobel prize and the other scientists kind of getting a little uh, who are these gentlemen just showing up so we have a great love for science we don't have to prove it we don't have to state our credentials we're no. established that way and so maybe yeah. it shouldn't be a surprise to our listeners that i would be so moved and as you are too by oh no i was very very i i thought this was exactly appropriate i was yeah. uh, first of all i'm in the mood right now for for something dramatic i've been what i've been going through i i won't even I won't bring my own private issues into this po particular podcast because this is not the time. This is a podcast about light years. This is a podcast about uh, interplanetary about, of hope for the future, not about dirty laundry. And, and why is it always don't drag your dirty laundry? First of all, dirty laundry is not 
really dirty. It's just, you know, you wore it and it's, you know, nicer to kind of clean it. So you're not just wearing clothes that you've worn a lot. So I find that that's an, the term is used with such derision. But also, how many people do bring dirty laundry in when they're, you know, want to express something? That's- yeah, well, I, I certainly don't. I, I'm, I'm the type of person, I don't like to air my dirty laundry in no. public. And I just don't do, I don't air my dirty laundry, period. I get it laundered. <laughs> now, whoever did that, I mean, you aired your clean laundry that you wanted dry and you put yeah, it on yeah. the, the uh, thing outside your uh, uh, clothesline. Who, clothesline, yeah. Clothesline. And then in Italian movies, you'd yell at each other. Ah, oh, you know, with the, they yeah. had the thing. And with great movies, black and white. Well, they would have the, the, the clothesline in Naples, uh, they still yeah. do, across the street. So it yeah. runs from one building uh, crossing streets. Uh, uh, with overhanging clothes, people's laundry hanging in public as you walk down the street. I mean, you know, uh, well, it's a great uh, way to live. And again, it's not dirty, though. That's the thing. It's that, clean that's the thing. That's, that's, I think that's the point I'm saying. Even yeah, in yeah. Naples, they don't air their dirty no, laundry. No, no, no one on those clothes. And if that's anyone tried to, you know, they would be chastised. So I'm glad we cleared that up. But tell me, it isn't why? Why wasn't this a bigger deal? Is it because, like me. It's hard to explain light years and how. First of all, I did not know that they had a number that that beginning of time is thirteen point eight billion years ago. I did not know that. Uh, it's pretty exact. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they have a day on that or you know what the weather was like, but that's pretty. Uh, well, there's the beginning a, it, of time. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Like you know, that's going to be seem preposterous a few hundred years from now, and hopefully, we'll be able to take our time machine and into that era when. It, you know, people realize oh, that's ridiculous. How could they figure that out exactly to the, you know, uh, uh, it just it doesn't seem it almost sounds, you know, like one of those things that people used to believe, but now they don't anymore. It's just it doesn't seem like this has been it's been enough time. Well, for- I don't know. You know, all of this is amazing. And also this dying star. These are very poignant. I mean, not only was it the, the birth of stars, but dying stars. Uh, I guess the joke could be actually they were looking at Earth. But anyway, uh, you know, but it's yeah, it uh, that would be the joke. planet, you know. Yeah. But it's uh, so it's a lot of Earth, let's face it. We're the yeah. joke of the universe. Well, you know, I mean, that's, that, that, that's one theory. We don't know that for sure. But we right. think we may be the joke of the universe. Well, soon we'll know as soon as they do discover intelligent life elsewhere. The first thing they say is, where are you from, Earth? And then they have some choice <laughs> choice jokes for that. Right. Well, for, as far as we know, though, that hasn't happened. I don't think we should feel embarrassed. Not as a moment, because as long as we don't know there's other life that's going to make sarcastic comments about our planet right. in the clear for now. But, you know, what would be funny, too, is if, if we found intelligent life, and it was intelligent, it's just not quite as bright as we are. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, it's really, it's, it's very smart. You know, we always are like, oh, it's really smart. And they're like, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're reasonably smart, but they're kind you know, they just aren't really like, you know, they don't really think outside of the box. They're not they're, that interesting, really. They're not yeah. that interesting, but we, 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 they would be super interesting for one generation. Then the next generation. Yeah, we like, swap notes and you, oh, yeah. really? What do you call it? Oh, really? You call that? We call it soda. You know, it's yeah. not like the Midwest and the East Coast, like pop or <laughs> what if, again, we think it's going to be the alien, it's going to be the. E.T. It's going to be the whole beams of like, oh, yeah, always just superior like a, to us. But yeah. it could be just some, uh, you know, they got lucky. They wound up on this planet and or we wound up on their planet. And they're just not that, you know, they're 
they're obviously, you know, they're t- totally smart enough to, you know, mow yeah. their lawn and paint That'd their houses. It'd be like going to uh, Montana if you live in New York. It's like, oh, nice people. Yeah, I didn't want to. You like, know, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not as bright, but just it's not a big change. Like, okay, you guys have a like, No, but I, I think that's right. It's like, yeah. it, it, you know, you go down in, in totally nice. I'm sure. This is the other thing, I, and this I think again comes out of the the, the intro and 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 how I feel kind of stirred and well also to be part of the universe and and to know maybe smarter than a whole other planet of beings. I mean that, well, that's that, a good that, point because we always assume, as you said, yeah. that once we find this intelligent life, they, they and in all the movies they're always a million times smarter than us with giant brains <laughs> and they mock us and they're laughing and. We're like these guys in these rickety spaceships and right. 1960s and we, and costumes. We make and, war. We do yeah. bad things. They figured it all out. Oh, Along they're so superior, so advanced. Yeah, very superior. Why do they know, how do we know that? Uh, what, we what, don't. Yeah. And the odds are they're probably going to be, you know, uh, uh, very similar. intelligent, but not, yeah. you know, like, not the type of intelligence that's going to get you into a top-rated school. Let no, they'll that. probably may speak different. They might have the mid-Atlantic accent from the 1930s and 40s they may speak slightly differently you know thing that's the thing yeah. if they if you really hit on something because if the if these creatures from from another world uh bright but they have the mid-atlantic accent yeah. and they speak english with the mid-atlantic accent we're screwed because we will assume that they're much smarter and they <laughs> won't be and pretty soon Probably uh, our water won't work as well. Things like that. You'll turn on the tap and what, you know, what's this? It's like a very, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll one but guy. That's because they got involved with the plumbing. We can't let, uh, and I, and I know this is going to be one of those things that people are going to get all, all, you know, angry on Twitter, tw- Twitter about, but we cannot let, I don't care how smart or if they have a mid Atlantic accent. Scotty, that scared me when you said that, because I realized, you know, we'll just bow down to the creatures. That well, because that would really shake everything up because, you know, even equal intelligence is fine, but equal intelligence, then throw in a mid-Atlantic accent, forget it. Yeah. Where, you know, so that's right. That's, that's right. where they'll get us. That that I worry about. Yeah. And then I worry that they'll say, well, you know what? Let's have a look at your plumbing. Um, you know, we do a lot of plumbing on our planet. And, you know, that's my fear, Scotty. Yeah. You flush the toilet, it doesn't flush or it flushes the wrong way or water shoots out. You know, uh, uh, and that's uh, and that's because you let creatures from another planet get involved with your plumbing, and 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 they're again they're not as bright. No, you think plumbers. they're good because of the accent. By, by the way, this isn't a knock on them, but their plumbing could be very different. See, I think that's we always talk about this that you know people in the future people will be wearing these outlandish clothes. Well, how much has clothes really changed over the last fifty years? I mean, you have a narrow lapel. Sometimes it's a narrow this or that goes back. So maybe. This whole idea of intelligent life, yeah, they're intelligent, they're very nice, but it's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing, they're not advanced in any way. It's just different. You know, it's like different accent. Maybe, like I said, they use different words for different things. Plumbing, maybe the toilet system may work a little differently. I mean, well, that's you say a little works. differently, but that yeah. that's what, yeah. you know. Well, that could do you in. Yeah, that could do you in, Scotty. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why, that's my fear. Right. You know? So I would uh, say, I mean, because that's what they'll probably say. They'll say, well, we do it a little differently here. Let me show you how we do it. And then right away, they've got their tentacles wrapped around the pipes that yeah. bring, take 
water into homes and sewage out of homes. I mean, that's that's the we cannot. And I don't care, you know, if they have mid, mid Atlantic accents, we have to know that they are can be licensed plumbers. I think no, they exactly. have to undergo yeah. the same licensing that earthlings go. Oh, actually. And also when you said tentacles, I think you meant it metaphorically, because I also see them looking exactly like us. Maybe. Oh, you too. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I'm not into this whole oh, oh my elongated fingers and oh, the, I think they look almost exactly like us. But from the 1920s and 30s, whereas that those that well, who are the great who are the great photographers of the day or the famous uh, well, I think, can't think of them. Where well, it's more dust bowl looking. They, they may be in black and white. You know, because well, so Scotty. Yeah, I mean, this is again. Saying... I'm not basing it on really anything but no i no. think and, it could be and, very and, plausible but but you do have a lot of passion for this yes. thing yes. and i that's the thing that's what really you know i i have to say i am just in, enthralled with the the um you know just the fact that, that you care so much about it so that i, I do think that makes you more of an authority well than, i did bring it up because again this yeah. wasn't I bet it's not the lead story it was the lead story on deutsche Welle news that i watch at six wow in germany they they gave the most coverage, the lead story. They interviewed all these lovely scientists. They gave it almost the whole broadcast. BBC uh, covered it at, towards the end, uh, actually. Uh, and uh, Nora O'Donnell had to put some, there was some couple of tragic local stories they had to put in breaking news because this isn't breaking news enough. And they showed a couple of the pictures and that, but well, Scott, it's a one-day so, story. I'm proud of us. Let me yes. put it this way. I'm proud of yeah. us. I, I have to say I'm proud of you. My hat's if you could see me right now, you would see I've just taken my hat off to you because you you we did lead with that story. We led oh, with yeah. that story. I am so and I hadn't and honestly, it was news to me. I've been so wrapped up in my little world up here in the Catskills uh, <laughs> uh, of trying to get my phone to work and and, and yeah. my phone service. I, I don't even want to go into it. I don't want to sully this. This is a special podcast. And well, this would this yeah. should go to the the NASA museum. Well, yeah, of course. So, well, I think they should start a NASA podcast. I think we're the first one dedicated to this, and not even the science podcast probably don't cover it. And Tommy, that's a great point though, because it's didn't nothing seemed more important that moment than canceling your cable service in yeah. LA or trying to get your cellular service up and nothing. running here in the Catskills. There in the Catskills. Uh, and it is important. I'm not going to say, oh, that wasn't important. Oh, no, we couldn't have done this podcast had you not finally yep. gotten the authorities to handle it or you you made other arrangements. But then again, here we are, Tommy, 13 billion years, light 10 years ago. Oh, by the way, this is something I also thought I before I forget. Yeah. This is the bit, perhaps the uh, darker side of it. They're mm -hmm. going to be people going to capitalize on this breakthrough, this great scientific breakthrough. It's, first of all, uh, 10 light years. They're seeing... Uh, images now from 10 years ago what yeah. would stop an iphone that takes a picture of you only you look the way you did 10 years ago yeah yeah i yeah. mean and that's progress but then they'll charge a pretty penny no for that. that yeah no I, I i that is that's a what we do here on this podcast we've been trying to figure out what is the what is it that we do you know how to limit uh, you know you know, thematically what this podcast does. And one of the things it does always is come up with great new ideas. And that yeah. is obviously- And inventions, inventions. And, 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 and then invention. you get like, maybe in the world of cosmetic surgery that we've touched on over the last couple of years, they might sort of, yeah, it's a web telescope procedure where we're going to actually, and I bet they're getting calls now on the switchboard. Can you make me look like I did 10 years ago, like they did with the web telescope? 
you know, something yeah. like that. And they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we already yeah, have yeah. that. But something. watch out, Scotty, because yeah. there's going to be the hucksters. Yeah, sure. They'll say, oh, sure, sure. And then they'll go in, they'll, they'll go online and they'll find pictures of you 10 years ago. And they'll say, look, look, here we did it. Yeah. We got the thing that, that, but it's just a picture of you 10 yeah, years ago. Scotty. Exactly. That's what you have to worry about. Uh, uh, with that, operation. if they say uh, it's unfortunate yeah. that, that something so wonderful could be well, uh, we want to caution people, but also they could put ads going. We use the same infrared technology that the web telescope to make <laughs> you look 10 years younger, and you're gonna go, Oh, it's great! And then in tiny, tiny print, uh, this has not been proven to be true, this is That's not right. uh, authorized by any, yeah. uh, and so the print is so together. tiny, you need yeah. an electron microscope to read it, which is. <laughs> You know, which is another thing, because that, you know, I was thinking how telescopes, you were saying telescopes make, uh, you know, looking at the universe makes us feel small. So does microscopes make us feel huge, like giants? <laughs> I think it I think it does, because everything's on that little plate that you put yeah. on the microscope. I mean, even if you're tiny, even the baby is going to go, wow, I'm gigantic. Yeah, I'm gigantic, so, uh, too. I'm, yeah, you know, my, yeah, my problems are big problems. So that's the flip side of it. So, yeah, <laughs> if you ever feel like. You're insignificant, yeah, uh, because of the what the discoveries. Just <laughs> drag out an electron microscope, and you'll feel gigantic. So great, great tip, Tommy. And well, by the way, also, um, uh, I did have a telescope growing up. At this, and it's it's almost comical comparing. You now that's you know you can't look. I can't compare my telescope to the Webb telescope. It's not fair. My parents no. got it for me. It was very nice. I had the stand. I could see like down the block. You know, and, and whatever it was, I couldn't see 13 billion years in the past, but I was very happy with it. And I thank them for it. Do you think kids today, Tommy, you're going to go, Mommy, why don't you, Daddy, why don't you get me a web telescope? Uh, what do they say then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I have to say, Scotty, when I was a lad, uh, I was way telescopes too we had some some little kind of telescope that wasn't on a stand i dreamed of the telescopes that were on a tripod yeah. but I, I i studied how to make telescopes and my uh i would look at the back pages of scientific americans yeah and they would have you know things like that how to make your own telescope and my purpose scotty was not to peer back into time but you see, we didn't have a TV. My parents didn't believe we should have a television. They thought it was bad for us. So um, we didn't have one. And I would use a telescope to watch other people's TVs next door. Now, Tommy, here's a question that it ties in with our theme of today's program. Did you have a telegram by the year, by the summer of 1969, when man landed on the moon? A tele telescope. No. Uh, no, a, a tele Yeah, so you couldn't see Cronkite uh, as reaction. Oh, oh, a TV. Yeah. yeah a television, yeah. Uh, um, because we did have a telegram service that came to our house. That's yeah. how we got our news. Did you have the guy with the bellhop yeah. outfit? And right, right. <laughs> and that's how we got our news and so on. Little, yeah, little well, bits that's of, fine. Of yeah. Partial sentences. Yeah. But uh, yeah, by that time we did have a TV. But when, I, but before then, Scotty, before then, no. So you know, we missed uh, a lot of major, uh, major events. On and I and I always remember growing up. There's probably the same argument. Some listeners might say the same thing. Why are we spending ten billion dollars out there when we need housing and all this stuff here? Which is right. true. But why take it out of the space program? Take it out of the Defense Department. I've always said that. But you know, you well, could decide Scotty, where it should go. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you're saying, uh, well, let me just say one. There's so many things to unpack in just that yes. one sentence. But I wanted to get to before we end this podcast, yes. I want to address something else that you just buried another lead. How many uh, leads can you bury in one <laughs> podcast? Yes. Uh, 
uh, uh, you, we're, we're testing that, you know, we're, we're finding out what is the, uh, you know, what is the limit of, of buried leads? Well, I have to ask my is, alma mater in the Dill School of Journalism about that. Uh, oh, oh, that that could be a whole that could be your whole professorship is on buried leads. You yeah, know, your whole uh, how many books you'd be writing on buried leads. Well, this was a buried lead where where uh, uh, and I don't know if our listeners caught it. I certainly did. Yeah. But we learn from you and you you have this kind of majest uh, uh, when it comes to space. Um, you know, you, you, you have a certain gravitas. Let's let's well, be, you know, it goes way and, back. And, yeah. And, no, I, I let, let you know, I, I, I bow down to that. Uh, and then I sit up straight again. But I, you know, I don't stay in a bowed position. No, no. But uh, you said point blank, just right out. of You said, you, you know, I, I said, well, I, I imagine the. Um, you know the bad plumber. Uh, uh, you know the the the, the uh, alien from another planet who thing are plumbing and only makes a mess of things, right? I mean that's I think that's everybody's fear, right? Yeah. And but and I said, well, I, I imagine that you know they would wrap their tentacles around the pipes because I think that would be one way they could be superior. They wouldn't need a belt cinch to to un to yeah. loosen pipes. They use their tentacles. You you stopped me right there and you. No, wait a minute. No, that is a common misconception. Aliens from other planets do not have tentacles. They do not have huge foreheads. They're basically like exactly like humans in every respect, but maybe from the 1920s. That's huge news because how many, let's forget about the movies and the TV shows, the science fiction books of yore, yeah. seeing these one-eyed monsters. And you're saying, no, no, they're just like, you know, like the 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 uh, a lot of times the um, uh, aliens on Star Trek would be just humans with a little bit of makeup on. Well, yeah, because that was budget issues, I think. Yeah. But this, I, this has nothing to do with budget issues. Yeah, no, I think, and, I, and that's how I see it. I think Star Trek was much more real in so many ways, and I think that uh, yeah, I do see that because why why did it become that? Why should it be these extreme one-eyed monsters? You say or long, long. You know, that E.T. was very cute. Long, but I mean, long, yeah. Just I, long hands and fingers and, and booming voices or just, it, it, I don't see, but that's so, accepted so like, you, of course it would be. Well, and, and again, why are they necessarily smarter than us? That's the thing. Even no, though, that, that, yeah. I, that I do think that came up. And I, yeah. I, I have to say, I, I, I do think that it's possible. And this is something we really do have to, you know, to, to be ready for. It's possible that while, as you say, they may have the mid-Atlantic accent, they might not really be as smart as they let on. Let's start with that. And, yeah. they might, and let's be honest, they might not be as smart as us. And we yeah. and obviously we're not going to make a big issue out of it. And no, they, and that's what it's close. Bad, but, close. But we yeah. can't let them get involved with our system and our No, planet. no, no. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But I think it's, it bodes well. It's a hopeful thing. This whole story, by the way, if you watch the news, not, I mean, it's always kind of down, but yeah. it's particularly down now. But this story is the quote feel good story. Yeah. Uh, and you don't even need to do it. And finally tonight, some other no. local story. It could, this is huge. And I hope it gets continued uh, attention. Cause I think it's, it's really literally as, as Stephanie um, Milan had said on, on, you know, it's rewriting the astronomy books, the physics. I, by the way, I was not good in physics either. And, and by the way, do we really want to rewrite all that stuff? Well, that's, like, I think they should keep the ones they have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, re and write new ones. Cause they have to rewrite ones. the old ones. Then it's like the guy. No, no, keep that in. That oh, works. I would go. I would if yeah. I was a physicist and yeah. everything was rewritten. It's like basically, you know, made a monkey out of you. You know, yeah. Your whole no, just write a new book. Going. Study, uh, we study love this physics. other one. Yeah. But, I uh, hope they don't rewrite the the, the, yeah. the physics. And I just just for all those people who 
gotten PhDs and now they have to go back to school and yeah yeah and, and for write six a new more book years. And, yeah didn't say that, that was a great book here's some things with some new information yeah, yeah. that's that's probably yeah better. so yeah that's great as we close don't rewrite them just write new ones that's right and and great point. Uh, 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 I think that's yeah that and and also please I don't care whether they have tentacles or look very much like we do and speaking the mid mid Atlantic accent please let's not let aliens mess with obviously with plumbing all right and we have I, to think of another name than aliens because that assumes they're the intruders and we're the ones who were here first so we'll we'll think of that a well, fellow, weren't we there? Uh, weren't we fellow here first? universe universalists or something well we're the kind of it gets it, we get it to be indigenous then See, well, I mean, unless they, they were like, here. they're the, they're the, you, you know, they're, uh, yeah. look, they're the colonizers. Well, we have to figure it out. But oh. the bottom line is we're, we're going to be talking much more about this because sadly the rest of the media is not, but we are Tommy. Uh, what's out there, the cosmos, that's our thing. And we'll be talking more about it well, going forward. But for now, Tommy. No, but uh, in the words of Walter yeah. Cronkite, before we sign up, I just want to say, wow. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, we're in, this is not light years away, but right now I say I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And I'll uh, Tom Saunders. We're getting through this. <laughs>